Hello and welcome to a podcast of radioings. Not the big news, not the medium news, but imagine a radio show based on the smaller news stories that you get in newspapers that ordinarily you think, oh, I can't bother. there's not even a headline on that one, why would I read that? Imagine someone thinking that was a good idea to use on a radio show and then put it into a podcast and you get this. A first one of the Thursdays of your life. And there are, there are a finite number of them, so you might as well enjoy it. Look at that, I've gone deep already. So, on the show today, I think it should be a good one. We're going to talk about plants. I'm a little bit worried that they might have better brains than we do. I'm going to talk about bees. You know the flying insect bees? Not the letter, or indeed the cup size. But the little animals. I'm a little bit worried they've got better brains than we do. Oh, there's a theme here, isn't there? Thankfully, teenagers don't have better brains than grown-ups, so we'll talk about that. And something about spoons. We'll find something in the news, won't we? Because entertainment news is a very important slice of news, and we cover all the important stuff. So to find out more on this very topic, we're joined by my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Do you remember the band Bewitched? Yes, of course. I love the 90s. Well, that explains why you dress like you're still in them. What? Never mind. Well, this is good news. Bewitched are getting back together. Say la vie. Well, don't you care about this, Stevie? No, that's their song, isn't it? Say, say la vie, say la vie. Oh, okay. Do you like that all of these old bands are getting back together again? I love it, actually. I mean, if nothing else, as a radio presenter, it means I don't have to learn new band names. It's happening a lot. We've seen Take That Reform, The Spice Girls, Steps, and now Bewitched. Mm, I even heard that the original parts of Cher are reforming. Oh, goody. Yeah, anyway. Uh, well, thanks for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. This is in the news about under-25s, and you think, oh, no, newspapers are having a go at young people again. Do you remember that phase when newspapers kept shouting about, oh, millennials are like this, and then you realise millennials are 40. These days. There are some millennials who are 40 years old. Oh, these young people with their avocado, they're 40. Let them pick their own fruit and veg. But... This says that most under-25s, so we're talking Gen Z, admit that they cannot read a map, change a tyre, or grow a veg, according to a survey. Grow a veg is a weird word, isn't it? Uh, they also, they've got less belief in their ability to learn physical skills than older generations. I can understand why map reading is not as essential as it used to be, because the maps are on our phones these days. I remember the time when... Um, I was I'd stopped off to visit my dad on the way to perform some gig somewhere. And he said, Are oh, you gonna get there? I said, I don't know, I'll just let the sat nav do it. And he disappears upstairs, comes back downstairs with one of those AA Road Atlas ones. And he said, There you go, it's one of your sat navs printed out. <laughs> Boom. Um But you know, you don't need it as much. But my issue with this news story is stop pointing out that the young people can't do things, because they might learn to do them. We're about to face a cost-of-living crisis into a time when AI takes all the jobs. The last thing I need is for under-25s to be able to do stuff. Of course they'll get the work. They've got energy. They don't need to sit down like I do. They can't read maps. They can't um, change a tyre. Good. It's the one thing that might slow them down. Um, are you a vegan? I ask that in a nice way. Not like most people in media go like, Vegans, are you? It's up to you and eat what you want. But I do need to mention this. Plants can remember caterpillar attacks for five weeks, according to a study. I'm not sure how we know. I'm, I'm more impressed that they could answer the surveyor. And how do you feel about the caterpillar attack? Mm -hmm. I don't know what noise a tree would make, but... So apparently, 
Uh, they pass the memory to new leaves, which then um, makes them suffer less damage. <gasps> In tests, scientists fed fail cress. No idea what that means. It's a flower from the mustard family. Thank you for explaining it. With jasmonic acid, a hormone produced in, the, in stressed plants. And apparently it then protected against caterpillar attacks. Plants, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but why don't you just protect yourself against caterpillars beforehand? It just seems likely. Do you know what I mean? But that's the worry, because people say, oh, I wouldn't want to eat an animal because it's suffering. At least an animal probably only remembers a bad thing for a short time. These trees... They're going to remember being eaten for weeks. Oh, I imagine those little carrots squealing when you pull them out of the ground. Oh no, oh no. I meant to talk about this story yesterday and forgot, and then Joe sends it me on Twitter again, so why not? This is the story of uh, Mo Farah. Sir Mo Farah, how dare I? Sir Mo Farah said that he came second in a school dad's uh, running race. Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? And look. We all know the sense version of it. It was a short race, and Mo Farah is very good at long distances. So this guy who came first wearing his jeans wasn't really taking it seriously. Wouldn't have won over a lot. We know this. But still, it's got the word running in it, so you think, like, what, you beat Mo Farah? Well, you got even run. It's, it's just so beautiful. That imagine being that dad. Mo Farah will get over it. He's got a knighthood. He's got all the rest of it. He's not, he's not bothered about it. Imagine this other guy's life now. What's the most impressive thing you've ever done? Oh, I beat Mo Farah in a race. Oh! In fact, you know how they do this thing online called Cameo, where you can pay celebrities to do you messages? They should do a system where you can pay celebs to just let you beat them. I would stump up a couple of hundred quid to beat someone who's good at running at a race, so I've always got that story. Or even just other sports. If I could beat a swimmer at darts if I could beat a darts player at swimming you know what I mean it's doable and then I was trying to think what could I hire myself out so that you could beat me at it you'd feel good about it I'd make some money it has to be something that I'm known for being good at and realized nope that's the end of my thought process <laughs> need to find a different job meanwhile in weight loss news not me I'm not back on it yet but a weight loss jab favored by celebs is set to be dished out on the NHS it's called Wee Govey, which I thought was a nickname for Michael Gove. Ah, oh, look at Wee Govey. Oh, hello. Um, it's said to have helped reality star Kim Kardashian. I think it must be very specific, because there's certainly one part she's not injected, isn't there? Um, and Twitter boss Elon Musk has lost weight through this as well. Could be available on prescription. I don't, I've always said if they invent uh, like a pill or a jab that means I could lose weight, I'd be all over it. I don't think I would. I don't know. We've been through an era of everyone saying, what, you're going to have that jab that actually could save your life. You don't know what's in it. And now people are going to take jabs just to be a bit thinner. Because this injection just suppresses your appetite. So I don't think it will work for me because I don't think I eat when I'm hungry. My cooking suppresses appetite. The food I produce is so bad it would put you right off and yet somehow I eat it. So I don't think that jab's for me. Tweets to at Mr. Stephen Allen if you want to get chatty. Things have calmed down on my uh, social media thing. You know, because I did an interview over the weekend on the telly and someone shouted at me and turns out they were in the wrong. And it went mini viral. And then I found it was, we were discussed on Australian TV. There were two different debate shows that talked about that clip. So, as I said to my other half, I've gone international. And she mocked, she laughed at that moment. And she might be right. Also in the news... We don't need to tweet about this, I suppose. Uh, bumblebees can learn from more experienced peers. I love that, that one. They can learn to solve puzzles by watching other bees that know how to do stuff. 
scientists trained a set of demonstrator bees to open a puzzle box to reach some sugar rewards. I'll tell you what, animals love sugar, don't they? You give them a little bit of sugar, they will learn all of this stuff. The only reason I'm motivated is I eat cream eggs. I'm no better than them. Um, but apparently, uh, if you watched, the observer bees were watching, and then they could do it straight away. And isn't it worrying that there are clearly some bees that are better at performing rudimentary tasks than some people who have served me in the post office? It's worrying, isn't it? Worrying. Oh, yeah, this story. Are you looking for a new job? If so, I might not be able to help you out. Pub chain Weatherspoons has been mocked for looking for fun, enthusiastic and passionate staff to clean the toilets. I see what the problem is. The bosses say that the role will ensure that uh, cleaning and presentation of toilets is done to the highest of standards. £10.20 an hour. And it's not even to do with the wage, is it? I think the problem is, if you're looking for someone who is, what were the words? Passionate, enthusiastic and fun. Fun's great. Everyone loves fun. But if you are passionate and enthusiastic about cleaning toilets that someone else has used, you're exactly the kind of person who shouldn't be allowed near a toilet. And that'll be your podcast done. There's no extra special material this week, actually, on this one. This week, this day. This very day in which I find you, I present to you no additional material. And yet somehow we will cope. Instead, I'm off to go and do a gig somewhere in Cambridgeshire, I think. So maybe I'll report back on that tomorrow. Maybe it doesn't go well and I'll never mention it again. Who knows? But till next time, bye.